Is that Gen Y? Mm. If you're in your 20s now? I think it is. Is it? Yeah, we got to check. We got to. How do they they decide? Can we have our our producer fact check that? So Generation Z is what I'm talking about. Yeah. The newest one. Yeah. She's Generation Z. She is. Yeah. I guess. She's in her 20s. No, but I mean, if you're 20, you're in Gen Z. I think so. Okay. Let's Google up what some of the characteristics are Gen Z and then we'll say, hey, have you written, have you written a song about, look at this, how old am I, right? How old am I right now? I'm, I can feel, I can feel the gen, me falling into the generational yeah, gap. Yeah, sound pretty old. <laughs> hey, let's ju- hey, let's look on the internets and let's see what they say about this Generation Z. All right, here's what, here's what the internet says. Dig, uh, digital natives, Generation Z is the first generation to grow up entirely in the digital age, surrounded by smartphones, social media, and instant access to information. They're highly comfortable with technology and tend to be early adopters of new digital platforms. Diversity and inclusion, Generation Z is known for embracing diversity and promoting inclusivity. Got it. Entrepreneurial spirit, generations, yeah. and she definitely has that. Generation Z shows an entrepreneurial mindset driven by a desire for independence and self-expression. Classic, classic I mean, Lexi. These are like all my kids. Hi. Hey, <laughs> this, now what you're seeing, let me explain to you what you're okay. seeing. Whoa. Okay. okay. I, you're <laughs> seeing Joe. All right. Let me, let me just explain. All right. What's going Lexi. on? <laughs> oh, Lexi. Le- Lexi. We were trying so hard to be cool on this and it's, uh-huh. hi, no, Maves. it's cool. So, okay. so Lexi, you're seeing Joe, you're seeing Joe in his uh, bedroom, basically, and this other video is Mabel, one of his uh-huh. kids, and we've been trying desperately with another shirtless <laughs> son to oh, yeah, figure right. out how hey, Henry, her headphones Henry. could hear you because she wanted to join Henry. in and be able to be a uh-huh. part of this. So we are very family anyway, friendly, and yet we are very no, low no, no. budget. It's okay. But, uh, I'm here for it. I nice to meet you it's my buddy rush and oh, yep. mabel you guys already met so 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 tell me tell me what um what is a uh tell me like where where you are in the world like where are you on the planet what is what is what is your context and world look like so right now i am in los angeles california um it is still sunny out i don't know where you guys are but where exactly? Where exactly? Oh, uh, where exactly? exactly in Mar Vista, which is pretty close to like Mar Vista. Venice and. Do you know where that is? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I just. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, over on Venice and on that side, yeah. Venice is crazy. Yeah, it's it's really Man, pretty. I'm, Venice is just. Before I moved to Venice, I was actually living in Sherman Oaks. Nice. So, so okay, so that's where you are. Yes. So you're down there in LA. Yes, I'm over here in. LA. And Lexi, one of the cool things. The cool thing about our podcast is that this conversation begins with us knowing virtually nothing yeah, about that's, you. It's really interesting. And yeah. so it's a great, it's really cool because we get to meet somebody from the start. I mean, we do know, well, we do know a little bit. We know a little bit of what you're doing kind of on social media. And actually, Joe, she did tell me the other day that she has a, a song that's releasing and she just got a new job. I did. 
So maybe maybe tell us about that song well, about and what that. you're doing. So, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you got so you got a new song that's dropped. Yeah. So I am a singer songwriter, and I originally moved to Nashville actually at the age of nineteen to pursue a career in music. Um, actually, no kidding. Yeah, and I am from Colorado, and I love my family. So moving away from home was um, it was really tough, but I was like a huge mm. country fan, like Carrie Underwood fan, and I really, really wanted to go experience what it'd be like to be a singer in Nashville. And so I hold on a second. Hold on a second. So you're telling me like, this is what I'm imagining, Lexi, right? You're getting off the Greyhound bus, right? You got your cowboy boots on and a little bit of like one traveler, you know, type suitcase, you know, and big dreams. dreams Is that like, I mean, did you actually do that? Yeah, I did. I mean, it was less of a, it was less of a movie scene though, (laughs) than I think you might think. It was less it of a western. Less, yeah. It was less of a western but you're, movie. But you're, but you're 19. You're, you're telling me that you're 19 and you have a conversation with your folks and you're like, I, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And mom and dad say, sure. Like we know somebody in Nashville. Yeah, that's or, how I'm like, how does that happen? Yeah. So I actually got through my first year of college. I went to Colorado State University my freshman year as a psychology major yeah. and just kind of thought maybe I would be a doctor okay. someday. Like I, I definitely had a moment where I really wanted to be a doctor but I was also like really okay. good at singing and could play the guitar and was really more passionate about singing and, and probably a little bit better at it um, than being a doctor. Mm. But I ended up just kind of going to my parents after the end of my freshman year. And I was like, I really think I could move to Nashville and really give this a go. And they were really supportive of it. And they actually posted on Facebook, both of them posted on Facebook that, cause they have a pretty decent network. Like my parents know, a lot of people in the Denver area that kind of, you know, it's, they say like, you know, if you yeah. know one person, you know, like yeah, you got friends. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. just through our network, we were like, maybe we can see if anybody's out in Nashville that would maybe welcome you into their home for a little while while you kind of get your feet on the ground. So we ended up posting on Facebook and we, Diana DeGarmo and Ace Young were actually on American Idol and we know them through a connection that my dad has. Oh. Um, and I was able to move out to Nashville in, well, I was, I think it was 2019 or not 2019. Cause that would have been, no, it was 2018, I guess. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, before, and, yeah. uh, before the whole pandemic. And yeah, stuff. exactly. And then I moved out there and yeah. basically lived with them for about a month before I got my feet on the ground and I moved in with, um, some other people, but so had you performed a lot when you were in Colorado, like in high school? Had you performed at school or other places? Like, how did you get acclimated to, um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming more like being on stage, though what you're doing now is with your music is a lot of kind of online release, you know, making videos and stuff. Yeah. But had you performed a yeah, lot? Yeah, I have performed a lot. And you're very right. It's become a very digital space for artists. Um, right? because it's a lot yeah. about, you know, posting and TikTok and content orient, you know, you have to be very mm. content oriented. And, um, so that's definitely, you know, something I've had to evolve into, but yes, I did a lot of performing in Colorado. I do still perform as much as possible. Um, when it, you know, works out here in LA and in Denver, I've performed a couple shows. What is it about, um, creating in that space that would, that would draw you to give kind of, I don't know, your, your thought, your effort, your, your heart to it. What is it about it that, that works for you? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. I think from 
when the when I figured out that I could sing, um, like a big goal of mine was just I really wanted to connect with people and I wanted to kind of figure out how I could make a difference. Like that was always kind of my little goal and dream as a kid. I was just like, I really want to make a big difference someday. And I want to, you know, I want to do something cool. And like, I don't know, I guess just when I figured out that I could sing, I kind of used that in my writing as much as possible to just connect with people and get, you know, relate with people through my lyrics and stuff. And it's evolved over time as I've gotten older too, to just like different phases of my life and like what I write about during different phases and how old I was when I did you know, um, my first song, Better Late Than Never versus like my latest song that dropped today behind the scenes, like they're very different tones and lyric, you know, completely different lyrics because they're completely different times in life. So it's just interesting how I like utilize a lyrical space to like try and relate to people with what I'm currently going through to make people feel better. <laughs> so you're so your following is really growing uh, yeah. right now. And what do you, you know, I, I wonder, like, how often do people contact you similar to the way that I did, uh, not necessarily to do something like like podcasts or whatever, but um, do you get people that contact you, you're trying to relate to them with your music, and they say, hey, thank you for writing this. It really connected with me in this way, or it's helped me. I think that's what you're getting at when you're talking about wanting to make a difference. Um, but what's that like? It's like... When I drop a song, you know, my intention is for listeners to be able to engage with the music and add it to their playlist because they like the song, because they like the story that I'm telling, because they like the groove or they there's something about the song that captivated them enough to like add it to a playlist. So they're excited to listen to it again. Like that's yeah. kind of the goal of mine right now to not only grow as an artist, but also to grow, you know, as a person to make that difference is just, you know, trying to get people to like what I'm doing. What, what's been, what's been maybe a meaningful connection with a listener that comes to mind? Somebody that said, Hey, this, this song in particular has really, has really connected with me. And you somehow heard about that. What's a, what's a story that maybe comes to mind? Sure. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm 24. Um, so I just released a song called a few years more, and it's about being 24 and feeling like you don't really know what you're doing. Um, and kind of feeling like a little, not like lost, but maybe a little lost at this time in our life where it's just like, we're not really teenagers anymore, but we're, I don't really feel like an adult, but I am an adult and I'm learning how to do all of these like new things in life that. I've kind of had to, you know, learn and, you know, whatever, like normal, normal adulting things. But I wanted to articulate a song that kind of talked about that and normalized it for other people because it is hard to be 24 and it is hard to like find the job that you want, you know, and like work a nine to five or maybe you don't want to do that or maybe you want to move to a different state or city or country. And it's just like it's a time in your life where you can kind of do make some big choices for yourself to make yourself happy. And I wanted to write a song that it's okay to feel lost in your mid twenties. Um, so I had a lot of people reach out to me and just say how much they connected to the song and like Mm. how much they loved it and like how they, you know, felt heard and seen because they're in the same place and they're trying to get a job. And it's like, that's for me, that's the coolest part is like getting that kind of feedback where it's like, man, I really, really liked what you did there. And I really connect with that. Um, Mm. so that song was really great. Um, and then I dropped a song today called behind the scenes and it's basically the song is about shedding some light on not the, so 
positive, like basically the false reality of what it looks like to be an artist on social media, because not everything you see on social media is as it seems behind the scenes. Like that was the the theme of the song because artists post, you know, and creators post a lot on social media, right? Because we have to, but that doesn't always mean that like everything we post is exactly how we're feeling. We're, you know, like we're, we're dealing with a lot of comparison and social media can be a tough place when you're trying to compete with other creators to get where you want to be. So the comparison, the competitiveness, the protectiveness and the loyalty that everybody kind of has as a creator is something that we don't always share on social media because we're just mm-hmm. trying to show the happy parts. So that's what that's. I think that's about. a great, I think that's a great thing to expose because that yeah. is a really common experience uh, for people, even his, just historically. So uh, are you familiar with the band Rush? The band I'm really Rush? Like, yeah. Oh, maybe not. Maybe. But you can look on have Spotify. You of, have you ever heard of the Bee Gees? The Bee Gees, um, yeah. Yes, I've heard of the Bee Gees. What are you doing? <laughs> no, she. Little, well, I little, know, I know, I know. Small little cloud exploding. I know, over but just listen. Like, I know. Relate to this bearded guy that I just met. Where this he's is like, how. Hey, this. Hey, this band hey. means a lot to me. Twenty-four <laughs> something, and I just, That's you know, so this is how man. I'm draw. I'm drawing her in. I'm drawing her in. Oh yeah. Hey. Anyway, go go. So so later later go to Spotify. And go to Spotify, look up the band okay. Rush, and listen to the song Limelight, because okay. it's very okay. similar to what you're describing. But obviously, it's a much older generation experiencing the same thing. Yeah. And yeah. and with that, so our right, vulnerable question here, and remember, okay. Joe says this oh, yeah. like ground rules, like you can, you don't have to answer anything you don't yep. want to. Yep. 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 Okay, it's probably okay. scaring you that I'm setting it up like that. It's not that scary. <laughs> but you're okay. you're what 24. Your bank account number. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, you're you're 24 and do you feel lost do you feel um, do you know where you're going right now you're, you're kind of getting there you've got aspirations you're making changes yeah. and moves and yeah do you feel Definitely. lost um i at, at lots of points this year yes i can tell you that after getting my recent job i feel a little bit more like i'm on a path that I want to be on, which has made me feel a little less lost. Um, Hmm. But, you know, there's still that lost feeling when it comes to like not really knowing what the future holds as well, you know, with this position that I've, you know, committed to. So yeah, absolutely. I think I feel lost, but I also, it's not a bad feeling to feel lost, you know, it's like can also be kind of exciting. What is it? What is it about? I mean, explore. It's so fascinating. I tell you what, Lexi, Look, flattery is a false gauge, but I just, I really enjoy listening to how you think the, that you're, (laughs) you're reflecting upon how, how you, how both you process, how you're seeing yourself, how you're viewing uh, the world, why it is. Now, what is it about, and, and it's interesting too, I think that songs in particular, that, um, that there's this there's this beautiful connection with a lyric where we're able to cognitively name a truth or a fact or a mm-hmm. reality. And then, and then our emotions get to connect with that truth through song. So it's both, yeah. it's yeah. both, it's both truth, right? Mm-hmm. Facts and, and mm-hmm. the emotions both united together and 
it's so remarkable that then our memories or something about that our memories remember those things in really yeah, fascinating definitely. ways. And, the, and there's uh, a question in here somewhere. Out of, <laughs> I can't find have it. You heard but of there's the, a question. Have you heard of the band Rush? <laughs> It's so it's so great. My grandparents, my grandparents' uncle was like a roadie for that band. Well, anyway, there's a really great song there. All right, what, like what, is your, what is your what is your question? Literally was in the middle of asking a question. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to take a moment here. Just, Don't worry. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to explore this space. All that being said, all that being said, how do how do you how do you access how do you access that lyrical space for you? Do you what, where That's do you go? Question. How do you think, what is it that, what is it that, um, yeah, that, that, that moves you to get into that kind of space? Yeah. Kind of like, how do I know when I want to write about that kind of like, yeah. what is it? When you're onto something. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's a good question. I think for me, um, I was actually on the phone earlier with, a co-writer and friend of mine and she's on a lot of my songs we we write a lot together and mm. she told me she was like I just haven't been feeling the most um passionate about what I want to write about kind of saying like I don't really know what I want to write about I've been feeling kind of in a lull you know I, I can't figure out what I want to talk about and write about and I feel like that's it's really common for songwriters to get to a place where like you feel like you've plateaued and you're like, I have no idea what to say. I have no idea what to write about right now. And it takes like almost having to like go through something in life to be pat, like excited, like, Oh, I need to write about this. Like, that is so cool. I need to talk about mm -hmm. this. So mm -hmm. like for me, it's, it's kind of like when I turn the corner on something, it's like, it could be a relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be a career change. It could be, you know, I mean, people write a lot about love and I think that's really amazing. But lately I've been really having a good time writing about like what it's like to be an artist and the hardships of that and what it's like to be 24 and the hardships of that and like what it's like to be in a relationship and the hardships of that. And like, I think almost kind of like when it feels emotional to me, I want to share that. Mm. And that's kind of how I know. Hmm. I don't Let's know if that, that answers that your question. No, no, really, no, it really does. It's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. And do other and do other people inform your thinking? Like, get you going on where you see something in somebody else's life, and you're like, yeah, that's what I should write ne about next because of them. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know? Like, the, I mean, I live with roommates, and uh, I live with three girls, and so like, anytime one of them comes home and is like oh, this guy, or like, oh, this isn't working. Like, oh, I guess and this, that. I'm like, oh, that's a really good there song go. idea. Or, oh, that's yeah. a really good title. <laughs> yeah. I really like that idea. So like, it helps to be around people to kind of tell their stories too. Um, yeah. And I've written a couple times. I had a friend who I wanted to write about what she was going through. And it's not something that I ended up releasing, but um, it is a good exercise to kind of take, you know, maybe what somebody else is going through and, and challenge myself to write about that. Um, cause that's not the easiest thing to do. Like, I definitely think it's easier to write about what I'm going through just and say it in my own words and hope that other people relate to it. But it's kind of fun when somebody else is like, Oh, um, I'm going through this. You should write about that. And I'm like, you're right. I, that's a good challenge. I'm going to go try and write about that. So, um, yeah, definitely friendships help you know, spark ideas for sure. Especially when we get into like a really good banter conversation and it's like, man, everybody feels this way. I should write about this. Yeah. So. There, what would you say, what would you say are, 
are some of the some of the major themes right now that you get a sense like with your friends and in your apartment and the things that you're listening to, the things that you're watching? Is there a particular mood? Is there are there themes? I mean, obviously you just you just wrote twenty four or you know, that you published that, but um, yeah. what are some other theme? What are some other themes that you're that you're engaging in that you feel like is kind of a, a cultural moment or a way in which that you and your friends are thinking about life? Gosh, um, that's a. I mean, I think that like with my song a few years more and being 24, like that's a really good thing that we're all going through just because people my age are like dealing with, you know, losing a job or like, you know, Mm -hmm. losing a family member or just like trying to figure out what it is that they love to do outside of work or like they want to go out on a date and it feels weird. Like I kind of want to go like, I just, I have a lot of conversations about that and like being in your mid twenties, feeling lost in your mid twenties has just been like a really big theme of mine this year that a lot of my friends talk about. So I feel like that's a big one. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else off the top of my head that, um, I have. So cool. Yeah. The, um, (laughs) The so all right, so you're so you're twenty twenty seven or no? Twenty four. I'm twenty four. <laughs> oh, you are twenty four. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So twenty four. So I joined twenty four. So where if you could imagine and dream of what life would look like for you at thirty four, uh uh-huh. what, what would you what would you want to be in that space? Um, at that point I'd really love to have a a pretty decent following. Um, I'd love to have had the opportunity by then to have gone on tour as an artist headlining for my own shows. Um, and prior to that, maybe, you know, be the opener for an artist that's bigger than me to kind of pave the way for an opportunity to, to continue to grow. Um, I'd love to get to a place where, you know, I do have a hit. Like I do want one of my songs to reach, you know, top 100 or like the Mm. opportunity, like just, I really want to hit. And, I continue to write and be passionate about my music so that I can have that opportunity um, to make that difference that we kind of talked about at the beginning. And then I'd also love the opportunity to be at home at that point and live in Colorado. And um, I'd love to have a family, things like that. So yeah, (laughs) I've met a lot of really cool people and I have a lot of friends here and even friends from home that live here. So I do. And my boyfriend's here. Like we, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good spot. Um, and then also just hold on, hold on, hold on. Boyfriend. You said boyfriend. Yeah. Back up. Back up. Back it up. Record scratch. (laughs) Record scratch. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us, uh, tell us about this. Time out. What's his name? What's his name? Is he he in your songs? (laughs) Yeah. Is is he one of you? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, his name's Dallas. Um, Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Dallas. That's a very now, da, now pilot is he, name. Is he a, now is he like is he like an airline pilot or is he like a pilot? Like is he like yeah you know I fly. I love like, the I also it's just like, just like I'm you know just like that I you know skateboard and you know yeah, well, no, he can be a private pilot. he can be a private he really pilot. A pilot he can be a regional pilot he's a, he's a pilot pilot like for he's like a for pilot big pilot, airline but like, he so he has his commercial license but in order to get yeah. to the airlines you have to have 1500 hours of flying yep, I, which is yep, a lot mm-hmm. and it takes a long time to get there so yep. he's on that path right now he'll probably be at the majors in about a year so wow. he's on and, a, and how did you meet journey. how did you meet dallas 
You met him there. He's there. He's there no, he's around there. Yeah, he's don't tell me. California. Don't tell me you met him in Texas. Don't tell me. Not Texas. Him. Nope. Nope. All I've right, actually right. never been right. to Texas. So, <laughs> so where? So um, where did you? Where did you meet? Where did you meet Dallas? Where did, where did you meet? So I was in Nashville, and he was doing a cross country trip um, in his plane to get hours, and he actually got stuck in Nashville because of the weather. Um, but he's actually he lives lived in California his whole life, so it you know it's kind of cool that he got stuck there, and we met at a bar. <laughs> So hold on. This so hold is, on. This is a song. So what happened was, is the Greyhound bus came in and it was raining, and you stepped <laughs> off with your boots. This is you went yeah. into this bar, exactly. and there was Dallas, and there you were, and you were a little overwhelmed, you know, you know, yeah. country girl in the big Classic. city, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, listen, Classic CMA. What's your name?" Yeah. And you're like, "Well, you know, my name's Lexi. He's like, I'm Dallas. Uh, I'm stuck here. Hey, I'm, I'm just like, trying to make it. I just, I'm just trying to make it. I've been working on this song. Goes to a wide shot, you know, and then you turn, and then you know, lyrics drop." You know, that's all, you know, it's all hilarious. At least no, that's it, yeah, it is in my it's mind. always, always a movie scene. Always. <laughs> um, no, but it is kind of cool that we did happen to meet, you know? I mean, it's kind of yeah. like there, that there's a, that's cool. Um, it's a good story for sure. So here's, here's, uh, here's an idea uh, because Joe and I are also kind of quirky. And mm-hmm. I, I think that, about that, I think that we, <laughs> we could write a song. And send it to you. I, I don't know what, what what would happen. I no. Listen, I, what I'm thinking. Listen, no. What I'm thinking about, honestly, I think that the, that our podcast doesn't have an official theme song. Oh. So I think oh. if we could commission you, commission now we're talking. To write, now we're talking. To a jingle. <laughs> you can write a jingle for us. I think what you guys are doing is cool because it provides like an organic space for people to feel less overwhelmed and just you know being conversational. Mm maybe you can learn more about somebody than if it feels a little bit robotic, yeah. you know? So. And, I, and I, and we hope you, you felt that it. way. Yeah. Today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah I honestly it was, do. It was, yeah. This has been great. It was such a joy. It was such a joy spending time with you and meeting you. you it's nice well. to meet you, Lexi. You as well. Thanks for, nice thanks for being too. on the show. And, and best, of, best of luck to you. And I'm going to be checking Thank out you. martinis, martinis in the clouds. In the clouds. Yes. Good old Dallas. Let me know what hey, you think. I will. I will. Thanks so much for being with us today. <laughs> You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Dude, that was super fun. Yeah, really fun. I really enjoyed our, our conversation with her. And you want to know what? Man, she's like, she's sharp. Yeah, like, she really is. Sharp. I was, she really uh, is. I was like. I was she's like, got so much potential. I was like, I was like, you're like. You're not just like, hey. Because I think some people are like, hey, I'm going to be a singer-songwriter. And then there are other ones that are like. Not like this is how you like like I'm gonna like I'm actually gonna I'm gonna work. I'm gonna technically go work at this. I'm gonna like I'm gonna crank. We're gonna do this, and I'm connect to the right people. Yeah, it's not like an idea. Like this is how I'm gonna make. Yeah, and and I've I I I appreciated that too. I really appreciated that. So Babel, I have a question for you actually because you were on the show with Lexi, and my question for you is. What was the number one thing that you took away from what Lexi was talking about that you thought was the most interesting part of our conversation or something that was just important to you that you remember and you're, you, you want to keep thinking about? I think just how passionate she was mm. about music. Like she, when she was 19, she went to Nashville to produce music. I just think her... Like, passionate 
how she's passionate about that is really interesting or very inspiring. I think it's inspiring just because I skip hobbies. Like, I'll get into something and then I'll lose it or maybe get back into it. But if I know someone who's very compassionate about that stuff, that it inspires me to keep on doing what I do, if that makes sense. Well, that's it for today. Our next episode is going to be released one week from today. So make sure to check us out anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you could, rate the podcast. We'd love to be able to share what we enjoy with as many people as possible. So we appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time.